0: Hello and welcome to Mindfulness Music and More with me, Shalini Bala Lucas, and my co host, Mugambi Thiga. It's an absolute pleasure to be here with you and to bring you the fifth season of this podcast, focusing on your mental health and well being. Our lineup of guests will inspire you, inform you, entertain you, motivate you. They'll make you smile, they'll make you cry, and they'll always give you food for thought. So do stay with us for the next hour as we talk about mental health and mindfulness, play some music, and meditate together. But first, let's start with a roundup of what's been happening in our lives. Mugambi, how have you been? How have you been? Every brilliant thing is like way behind us.
1: Oh, man, yeah. I
0: feel like you're a bit down. Your energy's a bit down. What's happening?
1: Do, do, does it look that way?
0: I can tell, man. <laughs> I've worked closely with you. We've Isn't drunk whiskey together in copious amounts. I can tell it. Was it? it the weather? No,
1: it, it's, it's partly the weather. It's partly a long week. But it's also partly the fact that now. This past week has been real life deluxe back, like in all its mundanity.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that's I, what it is, right? Because when you're rehearsing for something, yeah. it's exciting, it's fun. And yeah, you've
1: got your adrenaline going yeah. for a while. Remember how had, I
0: was after the manic monologue?
1: Yes, I remember. I remember what I was like as well. Yeah, those, those next two weeks are not very good. No. So I'm on the second week now. I've, okay. I've, I've been through the... I mean, we had um, every brilliant thing. And then, uh, um, because you said so, yes. our improv show yes, on the 3rd.
0: I'm so cross about that. I was in a new key for that. Oh, yeah. uh, but August, August I'm going to be here. Please come through. I'm we had coming. a
1: really awesome show. It was our ninth anniversary show. I we'll saw doing it for on nine Instagram. Years. yeah. And then, of course, uh, the next weekend was my birthday. Yes. And you're an old man boys now. Boys to men. Yeah,
0: Welcome to to what's it?
1: I'm well into my 40s. Sour, yeah. good. Yeah. Join the club. I'm 43
0: we were talking off air I think okay so look I'm 47 and we were talking off air how I don't like people anymore <laughs> and I'm getting grumpy old woman you'll get there not no. not grumpy old grumpy old man <laughs> no but you want no you ask if I was getting more gracious I yes. definitely I'm definitely not
1: I want to head in the opposite direction <laughs> I want you to be really sitting do. in the middle of the CBD ready to have a conversation with anyone at 60 years old no. dispensing my wisdom and peace I'm like just I'm, like a sage guru in the middle of all the noise.
0: I want to be a sage guru in my hermit cabin in Nanyuki when nobody comes to hear my wisdom. I'll just talk to myself. Okay, r- look, very t- quickly, we need to talk about boys to men because okay. it was the thing oh, my goodness. last weekend.
1: <clears throat> okay, so you were in the VIP. I
0: was because I, obviously... I uh, dislike you very much Where right were you? Now. Cattle class.
1: I was in the... Yes, I was in... I was rained on.
0: Oh, Pole. I
1: was standing on a chair and a table. <laughs> Looking at a tiny screen I that touched, kept blinking.
0: I touched their hands. Oh Saudi saw oh, boys. to it. Men. Okay. I looked into their eyes. Oh, fine. I've got filming where I'm so close, I'm actually filming the crotch of one of the guys. Oh. <laughs> That's how close I was. It was good. <sighs> <laughs> okay, but there were some things not good about that concert. That
1: show was made for you guys.
0: And that's the thing. And look, look. <laughs> I hands up, I was I walked out and I said to Amar, What the hell was going on with the sound?
1: Oh really? So so the sound bad on your side as well?
0: <laughs> the sound everywhere was shocking.
1: Oh, you have no idea what it was like on our side.
0: It's terrible. Someone someone
1: described it like this. Um if you live if you've ever lived in a neighbourhood near a club, if you've lived in Langata for instance. Yeah. And you could hear a concert going on in Carnival Grounds. Yeah. That's what it felt yeah. like. We felt like Langata residents who just happened to be neighbors of the show. <laughs> that is so
0: interesting. No, look, the sound, look, we were lucky. We could see them. We could hear them. But the sound was shocking. Mm-hmm. But the thing for me, and the reason I'm bringing it up, is you don't sell tickets for that amount of money amount and of money not get the sound right. Yeah. You can get everything else wrong. But don't get the sound wrong, especially with a group like Boys to Men, where it's all about absolutely. their it's voices. it's all about their
1: vocals. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and so. the instrumentals. It was. It, uh, we could tell that there was special things happening at the front. Mm. But with our naked eye, mm. we were just seeing dots. You know, in and white. then the screen so went. White dots. Fix the screen. And then, <laughs> and then we were the ones <laughs> shouting, "Fix the screen!" Because it had like Tetris Tetris boxes on it. Pole. It just kept glitching. Then it went off completely. They had to lower it to fix it. And even when it came back up, the, the, the combination of the sound and the bad picture and the fact that we were so far away from both the screen and the speakers meant that we were our own entertainment. It yeah. was more like a beautiful sing-along. So I will not lie, we did have a good time. But, but it was but the scales fell off uh, a yeah. few days later and you've seen what's been going on on social media. So be happy about your experience at no no i had a good time
0: but i'll tell you what at 10 15 i was as as they as boys men walked off i was like tomorrow right let's go i'm done yeah. by 10 30 we're at home with our feet up and a cup of tea <laughs> that's showing my age okay <laughs> just
1: 47 year old narrative i, like I just
0: want to say to event makers event people in kenya Get it right. Yeah. Get it right. People spend too much for it's not right. Anyway.
1: And and I'll say one more thing. Being in the theater scene where we have to work so hard, Absolutely. to make everything correct uh, for a ticket price of two thousand bob for a few people. Exactly. I don't understand how you eight thousand bob at the very least for a few thousand yeah. people, and you got it wrong. No.
0: Thank you. Yeah. On that note. I completely agree with you. On that note, let's introduce our guest. Because I was talking about not (laughs) wanting to see people and cutting cords. Yeah. Okay. And our guest is going to explain to you what I mean by cutting cords with people. Because we're talking energy. Because people's energy. That was the other thing. In that concert, I was like ready to go home because my energy. So
1: many energies.
0: (laughs) Okay. So our guest is a very, very interesting person. He has two very different professions. Mm. He runs a youth football club. Did you know that?
1: No, he did not.
0: Okay, and he's an energy healer, specifically a pranic healing practitioner and instructor. In fact, mm-hmm. when I came back to pranic healing after a seven-year hiatus, he was my trainer. Mm-hmm. He describes himself as nurturing, intense, and his wife says he's a bit mysterious. <laughs> Sagar Lakhani, welcome to Mindfulness Music and More.
2: Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me here this morning.
1: Karibu.
0: So when we talk about energy and people's energy, you know what I mean, right, Sagar? <laughs>
2: absolutely um we swim in in the energy of each other so we're definitely impacted and influenced by the people around us the type of thoughts and emotions the people around us are experiencing and um, that's how it is Mm.
0: it's hard though right because especially if you're energy sensitive which we all are and I, i can tell you in this room we definitely are But some people don't understand what that means. Explain that to us, Sagar. How are we energy sensitive?
2: Um, I think the easiest way to explain this is, um, let's say um, I pricked you on your hand. Okay. Um, A a slight prick. You will feel a little bit of discomfort. um, and, And that's it. It's a passing discomfort. But if your skin was bare, and I pricked you on the same place, it would no longer be a passing discomfort. It would be something that would uh, be very painful and very intense. So similarly with energy, there are some people who are sensitive, and when they are sensitive, it's almost as though they, they have bare skin in a way. So they tend to pick up much more of what is going on around them. And in, as a result, they are impacted much more by uh, what's going on around them. Sometimes, I think we call these people empaths. So if I'm not wrong, uh, my understanding is people who exhibit high empathy, they, they are also very sensitive people.
0: Mm. I think empaths, creatives, we really pick up people's energy but it's when that energy is <clears throat> draining, right? That's a problem. Mm. Um, Mugambi, you're nodding. How do you feel about people's energy around us?
1: I would describe myself as one of those people that's mm. very sensitive to people's energies mm. and also puts out a lot of it. Um, I know, for instance, if I don't have, if if, if I'm having beef with someone, um, we don't even have to exchange words. Yeah. I can feel the energy and they can feel my energy bouncing back add to them, and that always opens up for a lot of um, awkwardness.
0: Yeah, that's to do with the aura, right, Sagar? Can you explain to somebody who might not know what the aura (laughs) is? I have to say, nowadays people, I feel like people are more more aware. But for somebody who might not understand, it's it's coming to
1: our lexicon now. A lot more about energies and vibes,
0: Yeah. yeah, and auras. And so, yeah, explain the aura to us. Yeah, the
2: the concept of aura is, as you say, I mean, very commonly used and in many ways loosely used mm-hmm. um the aura simply means that there is an energy field which surrounds each one of us in the pranic healing system uh we talk about this energy field radiating anything between uh 1 to 2 meters around our body mm. so this energy field is is very real and has a huge impact on uh our thoughts our emotions and our physical health now when you you say something very interesting, you say that when you have beef with someone, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can almost feel something is not okay. I mean, they could be in another part of the world. You're really far away from them, but you almost feel as though there's an exchange of energy or an exchange of information taking place, which, which is actually very, very true in a way, because every time we think of someone, every time we have intense thoughts or emotions or... Uh, memories of someone an energy link actually establishes between ourselves and that person Mm -hmm. right now we we loosely call this um, telepathy right Mm -hmm. but telepathy is actually this energy link that establishes between two people um, and there is transference of thoughts and emotions but the reason we identified as telepathy is the other person was not too busy. So they actually feel those thoughts and those mm. emotions.
0: But that link that we... So I just talked about cords, right? Um, and I do that all the time. It's connection. It's an energetic link. Is it like an actual link? Like if somebody could see it with their eyes, what would they see?
2: Yeah, they would actually see a link. The The link would, would form uh, on our bodies depending on the type of thought and emotions that are being transferred so if the thoughts and emotions let's say my child and I'm having thoughts of love and uh, gentleness and sweetness towards my child then the link will form from an upper from a higher part of my body and the color of the link will be uh, a brighter color you know, it will yeah. have nicer colors.
0: So it would be from your heart area. Yes. To his heart area. Exactly. Okay.
2: Now, if if there was anger, there was maliciousness, there was resentment, then the link would form below the heart area, uh, in what we call the solar plexus area, mm-hmm. and this link would actually look dull. It would look greyish, uh, blackish.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, so every day when we're connecting with people, we're connecting these cords, these links with them energetically. And that can be quite draining, right?
2: Yeah, so when uh, Mugambi said that after his show he was exhausted, um, so I was asking him a few more questions. Mm -hmm. And in reality, what has happened is uh, he's doing his show and... um, the people on the day are, are getting their energy from the work he's doing. Mm. So people are connecting to him because they've come to the show looking for happiness and mm. he's the main showpiece. Mm. So they are connecting to him and to some extent, his energy is being transferred to them. So they leave feeling very good. But after the show, Mugami doesn't feel very good.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're exhausted, right? You yeah, you might true. keep it going for like five or six shows, yeah. but after that, <laughs> but it's just yeah. yeah, it's it's an interesting because their their cords are connected to you. They're still draining energy from you even after do you th- the show.
1: Do you think it's happening even now?
0: Yeah, yeah. You could still oh. have those chords unless you cut them. So look, let's talk. It's fascinating. Okay. Let's talk about yeah. this and Pranic Healing when we come back. But we've got to go to your first song choice, Sagar. It's My Love by Kelly LaRock. Why have you chosen this song? <laughs> the Garage Mix. Uh, mix. This, I listened to it yesterday. I was like, this does not feel like a Sagar song. It's very unusual yeah. for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my university days. Ah. So, uh, <laughs> this is uh, some of the most rebellious, hyped times of my life. So I thought I will put that out today. Okay, well, let's
3: have a listen. Remix. 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 Remix.
0: Welcome back to Mindfulness Music and More, where we're talking energy today. So let's go straight to pranic healing and then we we'll talk about cord cutting. And I know there's a lot of questions coming up in Mugambi's mind. What is pranic healing, Sagar?
2: Uh, pranic healing is a form of energy healing where we, we we, earlier we mentioned that each one of us has an energy field that surrounds us, which dictates our mental, emotional and physical health. So pranic healing is basically a form of healing where we, you know, we balance this energy field, where we bring more light, more energy to this energy field. And as a result of this, our physical health improves, our emotional health improves, and our mental health improves. There's a very close relationship, much closer than probably 99% of us think, between this energy field and our, our mental, emotional, and physical health. Okay, mm. so now, now the, the, the real basis around this is that the body has this capacity to heal itself, mm. right? The body is always trying to find a state of healing, a state of balance, a state of uh, equilibrium, but sometimes it's, it's unable to do it on its own because uh, both internal and external pressures may be too strong. Um, and so, in healing, we actually uh, increase the, the energy we increase the this life energy in in the person's body Mm. which allows this person's body to reach a state of balance and equilibrium much quicker Mm. for instance from a very basic thing to a cut or let's say someone has a a, a, an infection right if someone has a throat infection inevitably this throat infection is going to heal right Mm. but if we were able to apply healing on this throat infection and increase the life energy the energy available to the throat and the surrounding cells to regenerate and heal, then a throat infection, which would typically take anything between one week and 10 days to fully heal, could be healed within two to three days. So it's something like that.
0: Okay. Mm. But also, from all that I've studied, and I've studied uh, pranic healing for a few years now, but (coughs) only come back to it after seven years, as I said in my introduction, Sagar was my trainer here in Nairobi. Um, Also, when the... Energy aura is, or, or the chakras in your body are malfunctioning, that manifests as disease, right? Is Absol- that correct? Have absolutely,
2: I, I- absolutely. Because what happens is this energy field and the chakras, they're actually powering the organs. Now, let's look at logically. When someone dies of a, let's say someone gets a heart attack, mm. okay, and they die, the heart is still there. Mm. <laughs> the heart has not jumped out of the body. Uh, and so the person has heart failure, the heart is still there. What happens which causes the heart to stop functioning, right? When someone has kidney failure, the kidney's there. What happens that causes the kidneys to stop functioning? And and one of the explanations is that when there's a withdrawal of this life energy or mm. this uh, what we call prana in China or in ancient China, they call this chi. In ancient Japan, they call this qi. When there's a withdrawal, uh, temporary, permanent, of this energy from a certain part of the body, a certain organ, that organ will malfunction.
0: That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mugami, you had a question.
1: I did. As a kid, when I was a bit younger, there was a commercial for Cancel, okay. which is now Airtel. Oh. It had this scene where everyone was walking around trying to communicate with each other with those traditional, you know, t- tin, tin can cans and a rope. And string. yeah, And a string. And a yeah. And, and and they were sharing that this is what communication looks like now, and now you're going to be free of all of these strings. And so I imagine that our energy, because this scene had lots of people walking the CBD connected by strings. And that's the picture I have in my head. So are we all yes. people just walking around with strings connected <laughs> to each other, and these strings are just crossing with each other? And is is there is there a way then that we can free ourselves of the less favorable strings and strengthen the more
2: favorable ones? So it's like uh, the first thing is we're all interconnected in some way or the other. Uh, it's like the cells of the liver. <laughs> mm. They're all interconnected in some way. Each, each cell may have a slightly different function. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, if one cell malfunctions, it inevitably affects the other cell. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it like that, it's, it's not so much a case of how can you disentangle or escape. Uh, it's more a question of how can you raise your own energy um, so that the lower energies don't affect you as much and uh, you can find a place for yourself.
0: You're I nodding like your head. Do you like, like that? It. I like it very much. Yeah. So you don't have to become a recluse like me.
1: I, and, and this is important to me right. because if you look at the Instagram therapy that's going on right now, this insta therapy, this 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 very quick one and done one slide is going to solve all your problems. Yeah. It's all about walking away, detangle, yeah, disengage. Yeah. You know, just let go of it. Yeah, cancel Escape culture. Escape from everything that yeah. is not serving you right yeah, now yeah, yeah, so yeah. that you can go and be your own person. And I'm like this some something about this does not feel right. I don't think I'm going to be raising my vibration by running away from everything. No. Or putting up walls. To everything that's unfavorable. So I really love that response that I actually have it within me to raise my own frequency and my own vibration.
0: So we'll come back to how we do that. But I, I just want yes. to talk about this. Um, interesting. I talk about becoming a recluse and I don't like to be with people and stuff. And <laughs> But the truth is, actually, the more I read and as a healer, the thing that we talk about most is connection. Mm. You get your most important connections with people who are not toxic, who serve you well, your friends and family who are important to you. Yeah. And actually, that's where you get, you are really able to raise your vibration. I mean,
1: look at my change in demeanor from about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. You're just a different, just energy of this room. Exactly,
0: yeah. right? Whereas when you're on your own, it's sometimes much harder. But you have to do the work to raise your own vibration. Mm. How do you do that, Sagar? What are the kind of things to raise your vibration? Uh,
2: personally... Um, the first thing is there are so many ways to raise our own vibration and I don't think it's a case of uh, one fits all. Yeah, right. I think everyone has to find what works for them because we're all made up very differently. Personally for me what works is um, several things. Uh, a, a consistent meditation practice mm-hmm. where I get to uh, try and find a way to connect uh, with myself a little bit better mm-hmm. uh, with my truer authentic self. Um, I get recharged reading um, I, I love reading uh, books by uh, teachers and great teachers mm. who which are filled with a lot of positive thoughts and emotions and, mm. and points to contemplate um, and at some level um, some form of therapy has also been very beneficial to me mm. where um, you get to discover uh, a part of you which ordinarily you wouldn't be able to discover and, and just getting access to to that part of you sort of lifts certain veils which releases the energy within you. So I based on my training and based on my understanding it's not necessary that this energy has to come from outside. There is a certain amount of energy that is within us. Mm. But what happens is as we go through life and experiences of life this energy sort of gets clouded, right? Mm-hmm. And so we don't we don't have full access to it. And if we can slowly unlayer you know this part of us um, try and cultivate more wholesome thoughts and emotions you know try and do practices which help to unlayer then we'll get access to our authentic core energy which in in spiritual teachings they call the higher self or the 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 true self or the Mm -hmm. christ nature the Buddha nature whatever you want to call it it's Mm -hmm. it's almost the same thing
0: I think it's great that we meditation is one of the ways because i'm a big advocate for meditation and we do one every show as well but also things like exercise just to get moving that somatic work releases blocked energy in your body releases trauma Mm. and i think one of the things that perhaps we don't take full advantage of in this country which is a shame living in the city in nairobi is nature Mm. nature is extremely healing if you think about going into the forest grounding or just even a patch of grass somewhere, right? Um, even for me right now it's I we live in a flat, just standing on the balcony mm. makes me feel much better than being indoors. So what do you I do you do much do you go out in nature much, Morgan? I do.
1: I do. Yeah. Um there's um I'm very fortunate in the apartment building I live in. And there's a, a small, very small like patch of mm. grass that has like two trees, a jacaranda, and I don't know what the other kind of tree is, um, that that, that you can go and sit under. And we literally, my dog and I, we we go and sit there every day, every single day, sometimes twice a day. Yeah. Um, We always make a point to go there so he can, you know, run around a bit, stretch his legs. And I get to experience whatever the day is. So we were there before I came through and just feeling that chilly weather hit you and looking at the trees and you know everyone's in their homes and it's nice and quiet yeah that stuff does so much for me
0: it really does right? so much so much yeah and also you know we talk about tree hugging there's a reason for that (laughs) trees get their energy from the air from the ground from the sun that's where most of the energy comes from right saga
2: yeah that's true
0: so tree hugging is not a silly thing it's actually a really he's laughing (laughs) tree hugging is great what's wrong with you two
1: do you hug trees yeah you do?
0: But I make sure nobody's looking. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, it's not true. I will hug a tree. I will hug a tree.
1: Um, I have a story about hugging a tree. Okay,
0: go on very quickly. Then we're going it to was start my this. younger days. Uh-huh.
1: It was my birthday. Uh-huh. So actually... How old were you? I was turning 32. Okay. So this is like... 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, 11 years okay. ago. Okay. <laughs> almost to the day. Okay. And my workmates decided that this was the day they were just going to plow me with all the alcohol yeah and it was i, I couldn't handle it anymore so <laughs> i felt so destabilized so disoriented and we were outside and i felt like i was gonna throw up so my solace was this tree yeah and i hugged that tree for about 45 minutes and oh and it's 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 what i needed yeah but see, but, were but you, did you throw up never or oh, eventually <laughs> But I have never been allowed, to, they've never let it down. One person said, let's come back to that tree in nine months and we're going to find little seedlings that look like Mugambi. <laughs>
0: Mugambi, the tree hugger, I never knew. See? But you felt good, right? I did.
1: No, no. I, I, I actually went home more sober and more, you know, okay yeah. than most people. Meanwhile, and I was up... Meanwhile, that poor words.
0: tree is still getting over the hangover. <laughs> let's go to <laughs> let's go to Sagar's next hang, <laughs> song choice. It's "Hang in Balance" by Daniel Warples. Why have you chosen this song?
1: Um, That's what I was doing with the tree.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, we can go to the song and then you can answer. Sure. Let's do that. Let's go to the song "Hang in Balance."
1: by Danny Walpals. Yes, yes, yes. That that ting, that ting, is. Ting, ting. That's ting 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 <laughs> ting is what I was feeling. That's what I needed. That's what that tree gave me. But why that song? I wonder.
0: What piece of music, right? Yeah.
2: yeah so yeah, it's, yeah. it's strange. Well, it Most people like music with lyrics, but I I don't do very well with that. I I'm not able to follow lyrics ah. <laughs> as well. So my preference is always something more instrumental and musical now several years ago i i was in sweden for a tournament Mm -hmm. and uh, at the end of the tournament we walked into a mall and i heard this sound from from a distance so something happened in me and i told the group we're just going to follow the sound and then we will do whatever else we need to do so We we walked through the mall searching for the sound. And when we reached it, it was this guy sat in the mall with this uh, UFO-like looking instrument Uh and playing this sound, which for me was pure magical. So yeah, that's that's what this music does to me. Yeah, was it? It wasn't him. Mm -hmm. Oh, but it was the same instrument. Okay. So I think it's the instrument which.
0: It looks. It just looks like a dustbin top thing.
2: Yeah, like and a cre- UFO.
0: Yeah, it really does. And then he creates magic. Oh,
1: is yeah. it? Is it a pan? Yeah, it's a pan. Yeah, it's it's a pan. Right, um, it's
0: so fascinating.
1: So I've I had the chance to watch people play pan. Oh. Um, because the origins of it is um ah, not Latin America, no Caribbean, the Caribbean. Yeah. Yes. Yes. string that into yeah, people. yeah,
0: and like um, steel, pa- steel pan, steel pans and stuff. Yeah. Yes. And and, oh, and, man, then they, and, so and you see them
1: work them, and and they come in different. Yeah. You, you have the bass and you have the tenor and the, and and when they play together it's just beautiful it's magical yeah
0: sitting there sea C- sand sea C- steel band and a pina colada hey look <laughs> look at me i'm there i'm yeah. there like
1: <laughs> that wasn't my experience but yeah yeah, or, or yeah nowadays, but you can you can combine all of those together yeah, yeah that's
0: perfect nowadays it's a virgin pina colada i'm so boring i'm so old anyway on
1: that note. You, you, you quit just a few weeks ago right at uh, christmas Oh.
0: Yeah, Christmas, I had my last drink. I actually had a drink a few couple of weeks ago. We couldn't even finish. Like, yeah, it was not good. I have to tell you, this is really interesting. When we were in Nanyuki, I said, um, "Amr, I really feel like eating steak. You know I'm a vegetarian mm-hmm. now. So we ordered... And He ordered a steak, I had my veggie Mm -hmm. pizza, whatever. And he was I had only a few pieces. He was violently ill that day. His body just can't take red meat anymore. What? Yeah. Just from just having stopped a few months ago. Really, really interesting. And I know why okay, I'm gonna be too much information here, listeners, but this is what (laughs) the show is about. I know why I needed that steak and why I got up feeling it because two days later I started I had my period. Ah. So my body knew that it needed iron. Need the
4: iron yeah. But it
0: was really interesting. I only had like three, four pieces. I was like, "Yeah, me, I'm done." And he was like, violently, the rest like of it the and then whole night. Like,
1: oh,
0: it's really interesting when you turn veg and stop drinking, and your body just like starts going, "No, can't do this." And would you this.
1: say that this has actually talking back mm. about back back to the subject about raising your energy. Vibrations. vibrations. That's would a you really say it good has? way
0: because yeah. if you think, and Sagar will talk about this. When you eat meat, you're basically eating a very heavy energy aren't you yeah
2: correct so the energy particles of meat are heavier Mm. compared to the energy particles of vegetarian food so um, some people who are sensitive after eating meat there's a heaviness in the Mm. body a lethargy Mm. it's the energy particles they are big
0: yeah but also if you think about animals when they're killed they go through trauma those trauma cells stay in that meat that you then consume that trauma is in your body. I mean, it makes sense when we talk about it, right? But we don't talk about it. Mm. And Amar always says to me, it's woo-woo. And then he ate the <laughs> steak and he's like, this isn't woo-woo anymore. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. How did you come to pranic healing, Sagar?
2: Yeah. Um, quite random, actually, in a way, because I... I was searching for something. I came back to Kenya in 2007, mm-hmm. um, having spent some time studying and working overseas, and a part of me was was looking. You know, I was looking for answers to things from my university days of questioning religion and questioning um, world systems and politics. I was looking for answers, and when I came back to Kenya, I ended up at several organizations or spiritual organizations. And I asked too many questions, they, they couldn't handle me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it happened to be that a friend of mine uh, was diagnosed with TB um, and he was in really bad state, he was in a critical state and uh, the doctor said, ah, it's, it's probably going to be fatal. Mm. So he his father found a pranic healer who started working on him and his body started to heal the doctors Mm. were surprised so when I heard of this story I thought oh wow this is very interesting and my uncle was in India at the time so I asked him to bring me any books he could uh, connected to pranic healing now the book he brought me is one of my favorite books the book is called Achieving Oneness with Your Higher Soul by Mm. a teacher called Master Chua Kok Sui when I read this book it it was like a homecoming i i think i finished this book in two or three nights but it felt like oh wow i'm i'm actually going back home like internally going back wow. going back home so i think ever since then i, I was hooked
0: <laughs> how old wow. were you
2: uh, I was something like 23 24
0: okay so really young when you and how and how long have you been practicing now
2: since around 2010
0: Okay, mm. yeah. all right. And you are a full-time practitioner. Well, no, actually you have another profession. You talked about a tournament abroad. What's the other thing you do that, I mean, how did you come to football?
2: So my first profession is actually football. I ah. I, tr- I trained in sports science uh, and uh, I have a degree in sports science. I trained as a football coach. So I, I run a club for kids between the ages of four to 18 years old.
1: Oh. What's the name of the club?
2: It's called Diamond F C.
0: Wow. Do you like football?
2: No. <laughs> I
1: mean I don't mind it. Football never did anything to me. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I don't go running to see it. World Cup is my time. Yeah. World Cup is me just too. Like everyone else, yeah.
0: I was an ardent Arsenal fan for oh, years. Uh, apologies. Yeah. But now no, I don't follow them. I don't even know what they're doing now. <laughs> but no, they were good at one time. Are yeah, they, they were. now?
2: They were. They're on the way back
1: up.
0: Okay, maybe it's time to start they, they, following they them again. They yes. disappointed a lot of people yeah.
1: last season because they were so close and then... Yeah,
0: Man City won. huh, this recently. Yeah. Man City, I, I can never, ever support anything with Manchester in it.
1: Why? Because of personal...
0: Mancunians, man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, where did you study sports yeah. science? In the UK. Yeah, okay, where? Leicester? At Loughborough. Oh, University. Loughborough. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, what's and, this... And yeah. where's
1: Diamond FC based out of? Yeah, What does it?
2: We, like. we use, uh, we train out of a facility or a school called Farasi Lane Primary uh, on Lower Kabete funny. Road. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically our, the kids in our program come from various schools. Mm-hmm. So it's an after school and Saturday program. Mm.
0: You must really like children.
2: Um, You'd have to to do that. Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I said it was like a real like... Huh. I'm not a children's person. I
1: I have to ask this. What do you feel about interacting and being so aware of energy and interacting with children's Mm. energy as opposed to adult energy? What would you
2: say the difference is? Um, I think the children's energy is is definitely cleaner. Um, There is less uh, influence in, in the way they go through life, mm. for instance, just the concept of play without any end product or any expectations mm. uh, is such a powerful energy because you know you cultivate curiosity, creativity, and you get to know so much about yourself, right? Yeah. Um, and then as they get older, you know the the influences of society take hold, mm. and so. You know you we we see the shift you know we see the shift of children playing for playing's sake and for all the benefit of playing uh gradually shifting to playing because it's so important to win for status yeah. and all those sorts of things so that's where it it gets a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: So tell me, um, I want to go to your quote next, because it's really an interesting quote. It's actually the longest quote we've ever had on the show. Um, But I am going to read it because I think it's, it's very powerful. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. Why have you chosen that quote?
2: I think um, this quote really comes in handy for me as, as, a, as a meditative, contemplative uh, quote, especially when I'm taking on new challenges, especially when I'm, I'm pushing myself and going out of my comfort zone. Um, by nature, I, I, I have quite a strong inner critic so it it helps with that part but at the same time i have a strong inner critic and i'm very sensitive so if there is criticism from outside it it affects me mm. quite a lot mm. so this acts like a like a shield for me it's like a psychological preparation that um just throw yourself in and uh there will be noise
0: <laughs> yeah and it's interesting because it ties in a little bit with what you were saying about kids just playing without having a reason to play they just play it's no end product and that's exactly what Roosevelt is saying that you're you're doing for the sake of doing and not worrying if you fail because at least you'll have done it's kind of what I got from that so okay.
1: you have no idea how many times I've looked at this quote it oh really the same way yeah
0: it's a really interesting. Yeah,
1: I have. It has been something of a north star for me because yes. people are gonna talk, and being in the performance scene,
0: completely having to
1: put yourself out there, being literally in the arena, there's always a little bit of fear as to how that's gonna turn out, and I have to. We say kujichocha, like you have to build yourself up with something, and and this this is one of those things, so. And I loved it.
0: If, it. if you fail, at least you fail while daring greatly. greatly. Isn't that mm. lovely? Look, let's go to uh, your next song choice, Sagar, and then we'll come back and talk about why you've chosen it. It's Peace by Ajit Kaur.
1: Mindfulness music and more, Saka. That's another interesting music choice. Yeah, peace. definitely unconventional. Um, please tell me what 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 influences that one because I loved the story about the second one.
2: Um, I think personally, one of my highest aspirations is is peace. Mm-hmm. So anything that uh, builds me closer to that. Uh, It does the job. And I I like this mantra or this song because when things are fast, when a lot is happening, it it has a slowing down, um, you know, effect Mm -hmm. on me which for me personally is so important. Yeah.
0: But you also have this aura around you, right? Do you That's feel that it's like one. just very chill? Very, chilled. very chilled, very self-assured. Yeah. I come in, I'm like all hyper and stuff at all my <laughs> training. And by the end of the day, I'm like, okay, everything is okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is it something you've cultivated? Have you always been like
2: this? Um, yes and no. <laughs> um, mm. I would say when I was younger, uh, this chilled... Aura was a bit of a facade. It was a the cool thing, Mm. or it was a way to to cover myself. I have right. Like
0: cover your insecurities and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know
1: exactly Um, what you mean.
2: But now, as I'm becoming becoming is the key word more comfortable in my skin, then I would say that this sense is a bit more uh, me. But of course, uh, in my work and in life, you have ups and downs. So, Mm.
0: have you? Do you think you've become more chilled, or you've become more since you become a father? Because you're a fairly new father. What's that been like for you? Uh,
2: That the being a father for me uh, has been the toughest thing I've ever done, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but at the same time, the most joyful, exhilarating, Mm. meaningful thing I've done. Okay. Mm,
0: and yeah. are you quite a chill dad? Or are you quite strict?
2: Um, I wouldn't say I'm strict. Uh,
0: or is it your wife who's the strict one?
2: No, I think both of us are quite chilled. And um, and I think we've both tried to create a very safe space for, mm. for our son to grow and flourish. Uh, mm. We've tried to be as conscious as possible uh, not to... Uh, bring in, you know, manipulation and mm. threatening mm. and and that sort of stuff. Yeah, we we just want him to to grow naturally and and see where he ends up. Mm. I
0: can't see you being the typical Muindi dad. I want you to be a doctor, lawyer, <laughs> accountant. That's not going to happen, right?
2: Yeah, he will do whatever the hell <sighs> he wants to do.
0: I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh,
2: that's breaking a heck of a
1: generational...
0: That's breaking generational patterns. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. I think, But I think it's changing now in our generation. Mm. We're, because perhaps a lot of us haven't... I can't say us because I have. But a lot of my generation have not been able to do what they want to do. They've gone into family businesses. They've got stuck. They hate it. You you've definitely done your own path, I've definitely done my own path, but we're far and few between. And I think that's why the next generation, a lot of parents are now saying, do what you want to do.
1: Was
2: there resistance to your path from your parents? Uh, No, I was very lucky, Um, uh, thanks to my parents, thanks to my brother, who is much older than me, but who who really stood out for me, who stood up for what I wanted to do. Mm.
0: And that really does help. Okay, look, we need to move on and every week we do a meditation and today I'm going to do an energy ball meditation because it's very relevant to pranic healing. So I have done this a long time on this show and uh, today we're going to create an energy ball between your your hands. So closing your eyes or lowering your gaze, whatever you feel comfortable with. And then you bring your palms together in prayer position in front of your chest. I just want you to be aware of your breathing. Breathing in through your nose and breathing out through your nose and being aware of your palms. You might want to rub them together just to begin to feel that energy between them, creating a warmth. And as you breathe in, feeling that energy into your body and begin to bring the palms away from each other. As you breathe out, you might feel that energy between your palms pulling apart your palms away from each other. You might feel a tingling or a warmth. Imagine that you're creating a ball of energy between your palms. The deeper you breathe, the more the sensations. How big is that energy ball? Is it the size of a tennis ball, a football, a basketball, maybe even a beach ball? Now give the energy ball a color, whatever the first color comes to mind. Don't overthink it. Can you feel that energy? I'm going to do something interesting with that. You're going to raise the energy ball above your head and then slowly, when you're ready, drop the ball over your head and body. You may feel warm. You may feel tingling, cold. Just stay with that for a moment. As you bring your awareness to your breath, back to the room you're in, my voice, and then slowly opening your eyes. Megami, were you able to do that? Yes, I was. What color was the energy ball? It's. Sago, will enough. be able to tell us what that means.
1: It turned kind off turquoise. Oh. And then went into a bright orange.
0: Uh uh-huh. yeah. Very cool.
1: Sago. It's very warming.
0: Yeah? So turquoise is third chakra.
2: Yeah, and uh, and a more soothing, soothing effect. Cooling. Soothing, cooling, yeah. and the orange has a more cleansing, uh, breaking down obstacles, breaking down uh, blocks in your internal energy system. Exactly what I need. Yeah. Hey. Yeah.
0: What color was Thank yours, you. uh,
2: Sagar? Mine was violet, which was again exactly what I needed, and oh. it's more. Uh, energizing especially energizing the the brain area and the upper part of the body nice
0: i could see it was like was like this big one (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i suppose when you're an energy worker your aura is bigger your energy is a lot more i love doing that i did oh mine's yellow it's always yellow for some reason yellow is happy Optimistic, Joyful. Yeah. I did this with a group of 100 people at uh, Global Wellness Day. And you could see when I said, let's do an energy ball, the skeptic, skepticism in their faces. <laughs> and then suddenly the, the face changes <clears throat> to like, oh, hell, I can actually feel an energy ball. And there were some people that actually like, Oh. working the ball it was magic and then when I was telling them what the color of the ball meant I said to one woman she said oh it's uh, it's uh yellow and I said that's joyful and she says I'm feeling so joyful right now <laughs> it was so much fun so much fun anyway let's move on Sagar yes. we were going to cast your way to a desert island and you could only take one book with you you've already mentioned it actually what would it be and why
2: it would be this book called achieving oneness with the higher soul Uh, written by uh, Master Chua Okay. And Uh, do you
0: reread it every time?
2: Yeah, I keep going back to this book um, quite often and not necessarily the whole book but bits of the book and simply because this book has that feeling or that um, experience on me of going back home. Okay. That's a beautiful way to describe a book.
0: Yeah, I've never actually heard anyone say that before. Mm. Way of going home. If there was one song you could play, what would it be?
2: Uh, it would be uh, Tibetan incantations mm-hmm. uh, there's a mantra called Om Mani Padme Hum mm-hmm. uh, in an album called Tibetan incantations um, simply again I think this mantra just carries so much energy of peace calmness, soothingness the instrumentals combined with the mantra um, yeah, they, you can really bliss away, you can really mm. sort of zone out um, with this it's interesting we've had that we've before. had it so yeah.
0: Arthy, remember who yes. had endometriosis yes so she chose that it was, that was her song yeah, yeah. and it's, I've never had it before on this show in, in one season we've had it twice yeah so it's pretty it's cool interesting um, okay and what luxury item
2: I would take my Kindle
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Kindles really we've had this conversation have we yeah you know there's nothing like a book you, and my books. Hey, I have hey.
1: mine with me all the time.
0: Yeah, no, I have books. I, you can't write in a Kindle. You can't put uh, post-it notes. You can't yeah, highlight. There's ways of
1: doing it. You can highlight on a Kindle. You it's can not write notes same. on a Kindle. Can you,
0: you, can can you highlight that. in pink?
1: In pink? Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. That's a
0: no. I don't like Kindle. No, you know, I just... But li- you
2: can carry multiple I know. books. <laughs> I know. You can
0: you know, when we go on holiday, we actually have. So, Amar takes Kindle, but we actually have like a whole hold all of just books for me.
1: And you read them when I'm you're on holiday? Now,
0: you know, I'm reading a book a week. I've told you this. Yeah, we have this conversation. I this was, this,
1: was your, this and, is your. And, and you have War and Peace uh, lined oh, up.
0: I forgot about that. <laughs> That's gonna. Yeah.
1: Huh. We're, we're in the middle of the year, so you're gonna have to do something.
0: I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, can you remind me like August time?
1: I, I'm reminding you right now. Yeah, now.
0: No, gosh. Damn it. Kindle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, in an earlier show, I said I'd read War and Peace. It was a really... I was having a bad day, obviously. <laughs> what? Who would you invite to the island for a Sunday brunch?
2: It would be my wife. Okay. Uh, oh. Because she would have so many stories to share. I mean, she will go away or she will be away for a few hours and come back with so many stories. So... <laughs> You can imagine if the duration is longer, there will be so many stories (laughs) and then we would, we would contemplate on things. So
0: she sounds great. She's a pranic healer as well. Right? Correct. Cool. Tell us Sagar. um, First of all, thank you for being here and sharing so much about pranic healing. I am absolutely passionate about it. I'm so into energy healing. And I think that actually if we got our energies right in our bodies, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, we would actually solve a lot of issues in life. And I think that's so key. Mm. But one final question. Mm. What advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Um, you don't actually look that old, so that's mm. not that long ago, right? <laughs>
2: um, I still wish I would have listened or I would have been given that advice. And it's um, save and invest uh, what you earn. Mm. Mm. Um, I I really uh, think financial training and financial literacy is uh, not spoken about enough mm, mm. and it, it's it becomes a, a source of stress and disturbance uh, later in life mm. for so many people um, especially in a world which is so uh, uh, commercially economically driven um, if you have a bit of bandwidth or if you have a uh, some cushioning then you can probably enjoy life uh, and be more relaxed Mm. in life Absolutely. that's very interesting yeah. and
0: I think it's all right we need to give our kids financial uh, uh, instruct We I didn't have it and I'm not particularly good with money are you good with money
1: I my training is a little different mine was that it is scarce mm. and you should not waste it and if uh, well this, this was now what I took from it that if it's there it's, it's, that's the achievement to have it there rather than have it work for you
0: does that serve you well?
1: Well, no, no it scarcity because, mindset. Because you sit, yeah, you you you'd have all this money in in your account, and you wanted to sit there because that's what makes you feel good. Mm. Um, but oddly enough, my dad was like, "Nah, that's you're getting the wrong point out of what I'm trying to tell mm. you here." Having it sit in your account feeling happy about it is not, the not way. going to do yeah. it. Put it put it to use. Let it come back to you.
0: You gotta if you got the money, make it work for you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sagar, thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thank it's you. been fascinating. How can people reach you?
2: Um, if people wanna are interested in the football, uh, you can just Google Diamond F C mm-hmm. and if people are interested in pranic healing, um, we have a wonderful foundation here in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. Um on third parklands so people can you can just google pranic healing foundation or pranic healing east africa mm-hmm. and um, the page will come up and a lot of information will be there
0: thank Wonderful. you so much thank you how can people reach you mogambi you
1: can reach me on instagram and reluctantly on twitter at <laughs> it's mogambi <laughs> the, the, the energy on twitter yo oh my goodness and 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 i think uh, instagram is very quickly catching it's up it's following it's very badly yeah, yeah there's there's uh it's changing it's we, n- changing we need I to get a
0: social media person in for our guests to see what the energy around social media is let's would, do that
1: no yeah let's do that okay yeah. so how do people reach how on people these reach toxic you? platforms <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at it's Mugambi on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Cool. And yeah. I'm at just Zoom, as always. So to all our listeners, if you or someone you know is struggling with any mental health issues, please do seek professional help, whether that be a counselor or your doctor. You can also go for panic healing uh, for mental health issues. They do something called psychotherapy, panic healing. Okay. Mm. Um, definitely something to look into you can also open up and share your feelings and mental health issues anonymously without fear of judgment on bonga www.bonga.or.ke this is a safe space where you can start the healing process to play out the show Sagar's final song choice om mani padmeham this has been mindfulness music and more with me shalini bala lucas
1: and me mogambin tiga
0: we are grateful to all of you for your time today thank you for listening and until next week stay, stay happy, happy. Be mindful.